0: Hey everybody, this is Warren coming to you from the Strip District here in the great city of Pittsburgh. Welcome to our podcast. We're going to talk about Jiu-Jitsu, mixed martial arts, Muay Thai, strength training, and anything else that comes to mind. Sorry, we're open. Want to talk about Jiu-Jitsu
1: in Pittsburgh. Come on down to Strip District. Hey, sorry. We're open. I with your host Warren Stout.
0: So this is our first podcast and naturally it's uh about jiu-jitsu. We have an interview today with Gary Tonnen that I did last year when he came to visit our school for a seminar. Uh, A lot of you probably don't know, but Gary is, um, well, his family is from Pittsburgh, and his mother used to be a student here. Gary's been visiting us for quite a few years now, probably five years. And I actually met Gary before that, I got to work out with him when he was a blue belt. For the first time I worked out with him, he's a blue belt at Henzo Gracie, New York, in one of John Danaher's classes. So, uh, you know, I've known Gary for a long time, and it's been great to watch his career and how he's really become one of the most exciting and, and one of the most watched grapplers out there right now. With his attacking style, his, you know, aggressive submissions and uh, his willingness to go against anybody, uh, you know, the he just, just got to compete against uh, the great homocer Pajares. Uh, that was a, uh, an amazing match that I thought Gary was the aggressor and, and really controlled most for the most part. So uh, we're going to talk today in this interview um, about leg locks and specifically heel hooks and toe holds which is what gary covered in the seminar and we're gonna also touch on you know lay uh, some other stuff but leg locks from the top and the bottom uh and hopefully you guys get some insights into what's made gary such an effective leg locker uh, from this interview so uh uh hopefully you enjoy Thanks. Hey guys, I am Gary Todd here. He's in Pittsburgh, uh, here at Stop Training Team Henso Gracie, and uh, we're just going to talk first a little bit about uh, Gary's a you know great leg locker, been very successful in competition with leg locks, uh, and we're going to talk about a little bit about leg locks and uh, uh, get into you know some of what makes makes his leg locks so successful. So uh, one of the first uh, first question I have uh, is. Uh, when you attack leg locks, do you prefer do you have a preference whether you attack leg locks from the bottom position or the top position? and if so what 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 makes one stronger or better than the other? yeah,
1: it's a good question. Um, and a lot of people ask this and a lot of people um, you know I think originally when a lot of leg locking was was done and was seen um, I think, I think people mainly viewed it as something that you do from bottom position. All right, you fall back, or you know you're uh, you're in bottom position, and you find a way to maneuver yourself underneath the person to attack their leg. And there's, cert- there's certainly a very good way to go uh, about your offense and about submitting people, uh, and it can work very efficiently. Uh, I think that attacking leg locks from top position, um, whether or not it's superior, I'm not sure, but it's certainly slightly more surprising um, because you don't usually you wouldn't usually be accustomed to thinking about, okay, well, is the guy gonna fall back on my leg from here? Most of the time, people are used to dealing with positional attacks, upper body submissions when somebody's on top. Um, So it's definitely a little bit more unexpected. And in certain positions, you get to add body weight. You Um, you see some people falling during a submission or whatever the case may be, so it's kind of falling body weight on a particular submission, right? So that can make it a little bit more controlling as well. And with the setups, you have pinning pressure on your partner, where you're physically able to pin your partner to the mat with your body weight while you're setting up the move, as opposed to from bottom position, their body weight's on you. So you have to find ways to maneuver yourself underneath them. So I think uh, I, I prefer to attack from top position. It's not always possible, but uh, you know I, I like that a lot. I think it's, a, it's, a, it's a unexplored or um, you know there's a lot of questions about it, and there's a lot uh, more research
0: to be done with attacking legs from top position as opposed to bottom, for sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next next question goes to Gary, just did a great yeah. seminar here. And if anybody, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you get a chance to get a for a seminar, though, definitely get in contact with him. Uh, we did a, a seminar on some leg locks, and one of the things that uh, you went over are IBJGF legal submissions, being uh, we'll just talk about one of them, a total. And as opposed to a heel hook, and what I just if, if you want to say a couple words about it, like the differences and similarities, kind of what you talked about a little bit. In this yeah, time. sure. I think uh, you know, and a lot I do this a lot at
1: my own school, and then I do seminars and things. I, I like to introduce the outside heel hook as just a toe hold um, without the use of your hands; you're just using your body instead. Um, and I think this helps people kind of relate to the submission a little bit because certain people have never trained with heel hooks before, um, and they're familiar with toe holds, so it's kind of a good way to help them wrap their brain around it. Because if not, you know it's like a whole new submission. You know, um, but I think the toe hold is very much similar to that of an outside heel hook um, in the way that you're actually trying to twist the foot. The foot's on the outside of your hip, just like it would be for an outside heel hook. Um, you know, you have the same type of pressure where you're trying to twist the bones of the foot inward towards the butt. All right, um, you know, all that really differs is the type of grip that you're using. Um, with a heel hook, you know, you're pinning your partner's toes with your armpit. All right, with a toe hold, you're grabbing the toes. You know, uh, with one, you're wrapping your hand underneath the ankle. With the other, you're wrapping your wrist underneath the heel. It's just different support systems for ways that you're going to twist the foot. And I think by learning how to do a toe hold simultaneously with learning how to do that outside heel hook, it can help newer students that aren't accustomed to doing an outside heel hook wrap their head around. All right, how? Do I actually need to put the pressure on this heel hook to make it work? Because you'll see a lot of people doing a lot of different things, hipping in different directions with a heel hook and having pretty much no effect. So uh, I think it's a good way to kind of get people in the right
0: mindset for how they're going to finish. You know? Yeah. Thanks. Um, the uh, the next thing, last question I wanted to talk uh, talk a little bit about is kind of the leg lock system that you use, and talk a little bit about one of, one of your teachers that that. Uh, that I know pretty well too, John Danaher, uh, and he uh, has a, I think, a pretty unique leg lock, leg lock system that he uses. And yeah. uh, I think Gary has some special insight on it because he's used it against the best guys in the world. He he's actually tested this out in competition, uh, he constantly keeps testing it and, and innovating it as they counter counter. She comes up with you know new attacks and and things like that. And and I just wanted to ask, what what do you think Gary like makes some of the key highlight differences between you know let's say the system you use that John is you know John has been really instrumental creating, and uh, and some of the other great authors out there some of the ones that I I watch Dean Rister Gabby Ramos, um, um, uh, so some of the key differences that you see.
1: Yeah, um, so I think that the main difference is, like you just mentioned, is a system. Um, I think that the way that John has taught us the moves and the way that John has you know, created this system, and I'm, I'm going to say the word again, is very systematic, right? as some people may View jujitsu or leg locking or whatever the case may be as you know one technique and then another technique or a series of techniques, whatever the case may be. This is really a systematic approach where we're trying to use um, different principles, all right, to back up what we're doing. You know, um, for instance, with a given position, you know, how are we using leverage to submit our opponent? Um, how do things change when my partner moves, whatever the case may be? How do we recreate that leverage? All right, and it's a very systematic thing. Um, It's not just, you know, here, learn this, learn these 50 techniques, okay? It's actually physically teaching us how to mechanically do each of the moves that we do, all right? So the mechanics of a heel hook of an inverted heel hook how they work, why they work, and then some tactics along with those mechanics. So the tactics would be, um, you know, what am I gonna do when I fail at this? Where am I gonna transfer to to make this stronger? Um, What other positions could I use? Um, How could I, you know how could I um, better hold on to this, whatever the case may be. So these these tactics and mechanics are what really separate, I think, his system from other be- other people's system. It's just a more in depth way of kind of looking at the submissions. It's you certainly couldn't say that these other great leg lockers aren't finishing. You know outside heel hooks, inverted heel hooks, whatever the case may be. I just think that um, using this system, it kind of just kind of packages everything in an easier to understand and uh, more uh, technical. Uh, way of looking at things. So it's easier to learn and there's there's real principles behind everything. It's not just do this move, you know? And I think that's like all of John's jujitsu, really. Um, you know, and I think all great teachers in general um, have a, at least a little bit of that. But I think John is very rigid in the fact that, like, he doesn't just do something to do it. He doesn't just do something because he saw it. He certainly watches film, right? But he likes to figure out why something works, right? Why this works. And um, I think that's...
0: That's really the key detail, you know? Thanks, Gary. That, yeah. was, that was really insightful. Sure. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, everybody. Warren here. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like more information on our podcast, we have transcripts and some notes on our blog, which is found at our website. Our website is stouttrainpit.com. That's S T O U T T R A I N pit And, uh, we also have uh, a contact form there. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, that's the place to do it. Also find us on social media. Our handles are all the same. It's stoutpgh, s t o u t p g h, on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.